Grandfather Alden drove slowly through the crowded parking lot, searching for an open space. There's one! There's one! Benny cried. Grandfather made a quick turn and slipped the car into the spot. Finally! The handsome gray-haired man said with a smile. Nice going, eagle eyes! He patted six-year-old Benny on the knee. The door swung open and the Alden family filed out. I thought we'd never find a space, 12-year-old Jesse said. It was getting so hot in there, Violet added, waving her hand in front of her face. At ten, she was the second youngest of the four Alden children. Henry, the oldest at fourteen, said, It's a perfect day for the zoo. It certainly is, Grandfather Alden said, looking up into the clear summer sky. Is everybody ready? Yeah. They started toward the entrance. Benny bounded ahead with excitement. The Aldens had spent many Saturdays at the Collingwood Zoo, but today was different. One of the zookeepers, Lindsay Taylor, was the niece of an old friend of Grandfather's. Today was the day her special project, an endangered species breeding program, was to be open to the public. The program was designed to allow rare animals to increase their numbers in the safety of the zoo, rather than in the more dangerous environments in the wild. When the babies were strong enough, they would be released back into the wild in the hope that someday the animals wouldn't be so rare anymore. The program had been advertised in the local newspapers and on local television for months. The children already knew what an endangered species was, a type of animal so rare it was in danger of disappearing forever. Because the animals were so rare, the government didn't want zoos taking any of them from the wild. Every now and then, however, a zoo was allowed to capture a few in order to start a breeding program. Only the best zoos were chosen. When the Collingwood Zoo turned out to be one of them, it was a great honor for Lindsay. There was a long line to get into the zoo, but it moved quickly. When they got to the ticket window, Grandfather took his wallet out of his back pocket and said, One adult and four children, please. Have a nice visit, the woman said as she took the money and handed Grandfather the tickets. The children made sure to thank her as they walked in. Stepping through the turnstile and onto the zoo's grounds was like stepping into another world. The very first thing they saw was a round fountain at the crest of a small green hill. In the center of the fountain stood a statue of two giant panda bears playing together. That's so cute, Violet said, and she snapped a picture with the camera hanging from her neck. Grandpa, can I have a giant panda bear someday? Benny asked. Grandfather must Benny's hair. Uh, I don't think so, Benny. Giant panda bears are very rare. They're endangered, too. I don't think even this zoo is allowed to have them. Benny considered this for a moment, then nodded. Mm, okay, he said. I don't think Watch would want a giant panda bear as a friend anyway. Watch was the Alden's family dog. The others laughed. Well, probably not, Henry agreed, putting his arm around his little brother. They walked around the fountain, toward the sign that gave directions to all the zoo's many wonderful places. 
Before they were completely out of sight of the entrance and exit area, however, Grandfather and Henry both noticed something unusual. A pair of uniformed men carefully watching the people who were leaving the zoo. One of them stopped a woman and checked through a large bag she was carrying. Grandfather and Henry exchanged a glance. What's that all about? The look seemed to say. The information sign was decorated in rainbow colors, and the zoo exhibits were cleverly named The Bird Barn, The Reptile Range, Amphibian Hall, and The Elephant Hideaway. An arrow pointed the way to each exhibit. Violet clicked a picture. You photographed the sign? Grandfather asked. Yes, it's very colorful. I want to take a lot of pictures today. Anything that looks nice. This came as a surprise to no one.